Do you want to find solutions on how to make decisions faster, how to solve problems with your teams, or define a clear strategy that resonates with your staff and customers? There is a workshop for that. Hello there, I'm Nati Ravez, founder of La Workshopeuse. I'm a collaboration consultant and workshop facilitator, member of an amazing workshopper community. In this podcast, I meet them to get the best advice on facilitation and I'll let leaders and managers speak to understand the challenges they are facing. Welcome to the show. While remote and hybrid working is becoming the new norm, allowing many people to work while traveling and allowing companies to find talent for their teams around the world, it also brings new challenges. Feelings of isolation or lack of social contact, such as a coffee break or lunch, moments of exchange on a more personal level, allowing deeper connection. 25% of employees revealed in a recent survey that the loss of regular face-to-face -face contact with their peers was their biggest problem. My guest today, Florian Jacques, is the co-founder and CEO of Midstay, which helps remote workers overcome isolation by connecting them with like-minded people nearby and recreating their environment of colleagues. Midstay also helps companies strengthen their teams by organizing corporate retreats. Florian has an impressive and inspiring journey And I'm very happy to share with you the chat we had on the balcony of my bungalow in Taos, Bali. Enjoy this episode on the challenges of digital nomadism and remote teams and how Midstay has addressed them to enable more human connection in this remote world. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this insightful conversation. I also want to remind you that discount coupon for the Facilitators Connect retreat are still available. Have a look in the show notes after the podcast episode, of course. Let's go. Hello, Florian. Hey, Nati. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, great. How are you doing? I'm very good. We are sitting here on the balcony of my bungalow in the south of Bali in Uluwatu. This is absolutely amazing. So this is why we hear the birds and all the sounds from the nature around. You have an impressive CV. When I look at your LinkedIn profile, you have done a lot of things and you kept my attention because I'm traveling since a few months and I was looking for ways to connect uh, to other people and uh, this is uh, how I find you because you are the co-founder and CEO of Midstay which offers services for digital nomads but also team retreats and vacation and this is where I thought wow I need to have this guy on my podcast. But you've been also in the past you've been founder and CEO of Creative Agency You are also board member of La French Tech Indonesia 
and you are a digital nomad. So you, you actually missed one. I see that I've been organizing a music festival. When was it? So the last edition was 2019. Uh, that was actually uh, at the very beginning. It was my father that, that started that in 2009. So 2019 was the tenth edition that we that we finalized after 10 years. But the 2009 first edition was just a bunch of friends in front of a tiny stage that my father. Uh, brought in my village and then year by year we actually um, improved the, the, the concert and it became a, a music festival um, from the third year to the fifth year I was helping him with all the graphic design stuff and communication as I was actually studying that at the time and uh, starting from like the sixth, seven, eight year I was joining him as a organizer uh, we brought the festival at the eighth year at 5,000 festival goers um, during the two days wow. and the last year in 10 years 2019 uh, we brought it from 5 thousand festival goers to 20,000 festival goers so it was a really interesting learning curve there as well so uh, that's why I needed to, to also yeah this, sorry uh, that I missed that <laughs> I, I think I was reading this but I, I didn't put it on my list so good that you correct me it's really really impressive and uh, I would like to learn more about that because I'm a musician as you know so very interesting how you find the time to to do it all I was working on the side next to my city. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I would like to yeah to to hear more about your background, uh, how you go through all these steps. Sure, um, who yeah. you are. So it all started where at the time, at the very very beginning, uh, I was uh, actually a soccer football uh, semi-professional, and uh, that was at the age. I mean, I started at six, but until. 15 years old. At 15 years old, I got a knee injury. So that brought me out of the competition. Uh, I was actually at the time working for, and no, not working, I was playing for the, the national oh. team. And uh, that brought me out of the, of the competition. So I actually pivot myself into the gaming. Mm -hmm. um, a year after, I, actually, I was such into it that actually I got, uh, I dropped a, a year of school. And so my parents told me just like, okay, we removed the, the game, uh, the PS3, and, and you go focus back on your study. The thing is that at the time, I already created a team of more than 100 people not working, but playing for that YouTube channel that were, that was linked to the, to this uh, whole world of gaming. And that's, yeah. that was called extra sniping, by the way, a very long time ago. Uh, but so that makes me start what I, what's my core business at the time, which was graphic design. And so basically to keep very closely to my team that I built, that were playing sniping at the time, gaming, I kept very close to them. And I was basically offering design services for the YouTube banner at the time. Mm -hmm. That helped me to stay very close to the community. And then I actually started to make a, a bit of money and I understood that I wanted actually to, to go into the creative side of, of my career. And so I decided to stop the school and the general pass everyone has, was doing. And so I've been to an art school at, at the age of 16. So living uh, already in a, alone by myself at that time because it was quite far from my uh, home village. And so that's, that's where it all started. Then after uh, two years there in Namur, I came back in Brussels for university, starting my first company there, which was the creative agency that you mentioned just before and from that time as my father is actually into the financial is in accounting he told me like to start to have some gig you need to actually uh 
put a company in place to make mm-hmm. sure you can invoice to your uh, clients. So that's where it all started. And then I started to have some gig. Uh, I started this uh, school called CAD that is very open to abroad opportunities. And uh, that's also where and how I get some opportunities to work from San Francisco, New York, Australia uh, for the last five years before COVID. And every year I was coming back to Belgium because I was organizing this music festival. The last edition uh, was in 2019 at the age of 23, managing over 500 uh, volunteers, more than 120 policemen, and and to manage like more than 20,000 festival goers. Uh, so that was, I guess, the biggest learning curve that helped me um, lead into this new adventure mm-hmm. that is Midstay. Um, the, the thing is that indeed, like 2019 was the last edition, end of 2019, September, I stayed in Belgium and I, and I worked for a few clients from there. And then early 2020, it was freaking cold in Belgium. So <laughs> I, I just decided to like take my clients with me because they allowed me to actually work remotely. And I took a one flight ticket to go to Bali. Mm-hmm. It was February 2020. So a month after COVID hit. Yeah, um, I missed that because uh, I should come in March, by the beginning of March. And one week before, everything was closed. So you were lucky. You spent all the pandemic in Bali. Yeah. And it was quite of a bet because you don't you didn't know how it was going to end up, right? Yeah. Like we, we knew at this time, so for sure, like super lucky. We were in a beautiful villa, facing rice field, working for our clients with friends uh, that were all working for their clients. So just best place to be. All my friends from Brussels told me, Flo, stay there. Like we are stuck in our flat. It's just so bad. And 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 on the other side, I had my parents and I had my, uh, like the, the embassy told telling me every day, like, this is the last repatriation flight. You need to go now. You need to go now. And so it was a bit of a bet. Like we, we, we just decided to stay. And that's most probably the best bet I ever did because that just changed my whole life actually, because now I'm here based here for three years and uh, and yeah having uh, beautiful projects on the way so it means you are here it means uh, you are uh, digital nomads but you are not traveling bali is your new home right mm, uh, it feels like it yeah for sure i, I really love traveling and I, and I find my inspiration by traveling I, and so i missed it quite a lot during the during the covid but for sure i settled myself here um, and i think it was really important to actually start a venture like midstay because you need sometimes to be settled in a place to just focus on the, the projects you're building so pretty happy for that but no i'm back on the road and uh bali is a nice base but it's super center and you can really travel from one place to the other i consider bali as home but clearly i'm, I'm traveling still quite a lot now yeah um, and yeah i'm coming back all the time here and um, you have a lot of contact to digital nomads uh, now i am one too do digital nomads travel alone most of the time and if yes what are the challenges because i'm traveling alone and uh, i need sometimes isolation for myself to focus on my projects and on my work but it's also a bit difficult sometimes to connect with other people so what is your experience um are the digital nomads traveling alone yeah Um, i I think like one of the biggest changes for them is that there is no city with 100% digital nomads. Yeah. So you're always, always um, mixing with tourists. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, digital nomads are going in destinations that are famous for tourists. Mm-hmm. So at the end, you're actually doing, you meet people, but most of the time they're leaving after two, three days. So yeah. all the time is just a social effort that come back. And that's something wh- wh- that we actually analyzed and we saw from the studies we, we run is the fact that it's beautiful, like, 
lifestyle of digital nomads is a nice work-life balance. It's a, it's a, it's you're meeting interesting people. But the thing is that you always need to meet new people because they are always on the way. And so what we wanted with Midstay actually to to fix that to solve through the platform is the fact that we wanted to connect people that were actually traveling at the same time and and being able to match them on the fact that they are on the proximity, the same lifestyle, the same uh, interest, professional interest. Um, and so that's solving the, the issue where indeed we, we understood that nomads are feeling lonely and most of them, and that's also some studies we, we run, 85% of them are actually coming alone because they because it's a privilege. Mm. It's a privilege. You're not uh, coming with uh, your bunch of friends as you do when you're coming in vacation in the first two weeks of July in the source of France like, and you, you're renting a beautiful villa and all that. Now you're coming alone either because you're a freelancer or either because your company no allows it to do it. And so you're ending up here alone, wherever it is, Bali or Tulum or whatever. Um, and after a few months, what we saw from the studies as well is that 65% of them are actually quitting that lifestyle, not because they don't like it, but because they, they feel lonely and they are really struggling to like keep a, a social cycle and a professional cycle that upskill them, that bring them like new career paths, new career ideas. And so that's really what we want to do with, with the platform of Mitsi is really like bring professionals together to make sure they can leverage their skills together. So tell me a little bit more about Midstay because we just talked before and you told me there are new things coming out because you're analyzing all the time what the people need and what you want to offer, how it starts and how it will grow or change in the yeah. next weeks. Yeah, sure. So indeed, um, we all started this platform with my co-founder, by the way, I met my co-founder six months after being here, stuck in Bali. Mm -hmm. uh, we are both surfers. So at 6 a.m. we are surfing until 8 before starting the work. Um, and that day was a flat day. So when there is no waves, you're speaking to the people around you. And we end up like speaking uh, together with the, with, with the fact that I was also traveling for the last five years before COVID because I was going from one office to the other, from San Francisco to New York to Australia to help startups. Um, so I was not really a digital nomad, mm -hmm. but he was completely one for nine years. And so we actually shared the frictions we had and we wanted to bring a platform where initially the platform was bringing all the services you need within one ecosystem to settle yourself in a new place and to connect with like-minded people around you. What we understood after having more than 1,000 remote workers on the platform is that 80% of them were actually coming to connect with like-minded people because mm -hmm. they were feeling lonely. And so finally, we were trying to solve two problems, which was first one, wasting working time when you arrive in a new place. So we wanted to bring a, a marketplace where you can get all the local services within one roof and you can actually uh, get settled faster. And the second problem, which we didn't think was actually as big as, as we understood, uh, was actually the fact that indeed they feel lonely and they are willing and they are craving new connections. So that's what we understood. And, and indeed, like speaking more about how we're building the product and we understood at the end of 2022 when we did the product review, just also to give a bit of a, of a context, we launched the platform in June 2022. Mm -hmm. So six months after we did a product review and we understood that we were internally not close enough to the community and not close enough to our users even though like i'm coming from uh, startups from silicon valley and i was the one telling my uh, my clients to actually be closer and, and yeah. get some feedback but whenever is your product yeah, yeah. you fell in love it's with and and you're actually not applying what you understood uh, but indeed like we took a step back we put out our um, head out of water and we understood that indeed we are not speaking enough to our members to our users and now we had at this time 
an incredible UX designer that is still part of the team doing a great job called Anida, by the way. Mm -hmm. And she's based in Surabaya, beautiful talents in Indonesia. We are, we're having 80% of our team based in Indonesia. Mm -hmm. And she's now running a lot of these things, user experience research, user survey, uh, usability testing, all that, just to make sure that week by week we understand what's the behaviors to any new features we, we're shipping on the platform uh, which help us basically to create that platform with a community and not being outside of that community and, and just trying to face that community with our new features yeah and make too much assumptions no? this yeah. is a good part of uh, design thinking workshops for example and empathize with your users so that you really tackle the challenges that they are facing hey I'm Catherine Siebex from Facilitators Connect, and I have something for you. If you are an entrepreneur in the field of facilitation, keep your ears wide open. There is an event that you should not miss if you want to scale up your business and leverage your skills. It's called Facilitators Connect, and it is a retreat which will take place from the 11th until the 15th of September in the Netherlands. Five intense days with top speakers who will hold exclusive workshops where you will get the most out of your own positioning, but also your sales and marketing strategy. With speakers such as Ahmad Munawar, Axel Van Kuali, and the well-known Brittany Bowring. Grab your coupon in the show notes to get a special discount. Sign up super quick on facilitatorsconnect.com and join 40 facilitators from all over the world for five intense days for your business, for your network with like-minded people, but most of all, for yourself. See you soon. But you are not only concentrate on B2C customers, B2C users, and actually all the things that you talked about, isolation for digital nomads or loneliness on the way, these are actually challenges that have been grown also uh, around companies because companies were forced to allow remote work. So it means that all the people are all over the world or in different places. The people are also feeling lonely in their place. It changed the way that we are connecting. And I think if I understood well, Minstay is also um, a service to create this collaboration space through team retreats. Can you tell me more about that? Sure. So it actually came up from, from uh, like quite randomly. I mean, like we were really focusing on the B2C side and we had some companies from Australia and Singapore while we were actually testing in our platform in Bali because Bali is, uh, was our lab. They were coming to us telling, look, like we have some challenges to, to retain our tenants. We, had, we have some challenges to, to engage our tenants. We have this Gen Z that is actually disrupting the workplace and that they want to have more flexibility. So we are willing and we are trying to find new intangible employee benefits mm -hmm. for them to stay engaged within a company, within our company. And so they came up to us and they, they were willing to bring their employees to actually work for a few weeks, few months in Bali. And they understood that it was quite a hustle to actually gather all these local services. And, and so it was just easier for them to go on the platform and to get all the different services they, they needed. And then we spoke quite a lot with a few companies and we understood a few personas. But the one that was asking the most uh, was actually the persona of a company that is in between, I would say, 30 to 200 people that is looking to 
keep up with the company culture, keep up with the competition that is trying to get their talents. Mm -hmm. And so basically bringing their talents, not only individually for some workation, because I really uh, define a workation as an individual travel for people that can work, but for a longer period. Mm -hmm. But what is actually the most requested is this team retreat service where we bring the whole team together wherever they are because most of the time they are spread all over the world mm -hmm. because they know that now they can actually tap into that beautiful uh, pool of talents all over the world but they still have that challenge so they offer that flexibility for everyone to work remotely or to be hybrid but they are facing challenges that companies need to to solve now where they are they're not they are not having that you know chemical uh, conversation next to the coffee machine or they are not having this uh, brainstorming session they are not having all these things that you can't really do through Zoom or you can do it but it's not the same so they are really willing and pushing to actually get these new initiatives to actually bring the whole team together in, in dreamy locations or not but most of them are actually willing to bring them closer to nature so Bali is a nice place uh, we are speaking about Koh Samui as well in Thailand Chiang Mai in Thailand Bangkok has been quite a lot requested for corporate retreat and leadership summits but as well speaking uh, yeah Philippines as well Cambodia Malaysia but as well speaking also more locally so companies that doesn't want to actually take flights can also do that and we have some packages pre-made for them in their main country where our, most of our um, customers are which is in Singapore and Australia. Mm -hmm. So you bring them together it means that the services that you are offering is uh, finding a place where they can stay or do you offer also facilitation services? So yeah that's uh, truly an end-to-end offerings so it goes and, and it always come first with the goal of the company so yeah. what's the goal of the retreat first we we understand and we understand that and it's all the time tailor-made um, comparing to our self-serve platform as a b2c which is a self-serve platform you can just sign up and within a seconds you're actually experiencing the platform on the b2b side it's really important to have some customized approach um, so very like starting off with what's the goal Is it an annual planning? Is it an employee onboarding? Is it a reward program? Is it uh, just team bonding? So there is a lot of different ways of approaching a team retreat. Yeah. And once we get that, we, we're offering all the different services that we have and that we can bring in a package. So it goes from flights to accommodation. It goes after to food and beverage, to all the logistics. So we have also different local concierge in each of the cities. So it creates the glue to make sure that Whenever someone is arriving at the airport, there is a nice transition to the shuttle to make sure it goes at the right time to the bedrooms. And so all the activities goes well thanks to that person on site that is a glue of Mitzte, which are not part of our in-house team, but that are all certified in our database. Um, so they are freelancers, facilitators of events, and they are doing that for us during the time of the retreat. And then for sure, you have one of the main, most important um, PDRs of the package, which is activities, either outside activities to create yeah. team bonding, hiking, surfing, yoga, cooking class, all that, or you actually also have business workshop, which is something we understood is quite a lot uh, requested, where companies Companies are actually looking to invest as well in learning and development, and it's much more, it's much better to do that in a nice environment, yeah. in a nice surroundings, yeah. rather than doing that in a just a closed office in Singapore and Australia. That's clearly where we are seeing a, a nice. Uh, very interesting things where we know have been uh, certifying more than 50 masterminds within our database that are ready to jump in new team retreats that we are having as a request and whenever we know the goal of the retreat we are matching them to the facilitators we have and we know what kind of topic they are treating okay and uh, how do you choose your facilitators so we have a checkbox of uh, creation yeah and and we have a 
curation team in-house that is actually um, checking, doing interviews with these people to understand what the services, what, the, what they can do, what they've been do, done already in the past, mm -hmm. and, and just checking if indeed there is the quality we need uh, for mid-stay. But it's really wide as a, as, a, as a range of facilitators. We can really go from a leadership uh, facilitation to a design sprint, to a scrum method, to a how to work better remotely, even up to how to actually make sure you can get a better work-life balance which is not at all related to work but at the end it, it impacts the productivity um yeah so so i guess it's like a lot about various things and and again going back to the goal of the company and we see that most of the companies are actually willing to to give some learnings to their team and something quite interesting actually this morning i had a call with one of uh, the last requests we had um uh, our client is a client that is a company of 2500 people a department of this company is willing to do a a, a retreat with 12 of their people spread it across six countries wow. they are looking to come in bali for them and they were asking for some ngo volunteering meaningful activities so that's actually something we had as a request quite a lot before as well and so we also know compiling a new database that yeah. is going to be possible as well for companies to to have an impact whenever they're actually um doing an activities within a place we're speaking about uh, you know a beach cleaning we're speaking about um, going jumping into a school and doing some maybe some teaching class for yeah. uh, some uh, orphanage uh, uh, kids um, as well um, yeah, some uh, some building house for like more social house so there's a, a few different things that that we're exploring and that I do believe is quite interesting because it's really bringing giving back to the local communities that you're actually going into Wow, I love that. I love that so much. I mean, I am also on all the platform, nothing to do with midstay, but like work, uh, work away and things like that so that I can see how I can impact and help the local people. Um, I don't like the term local, actually. The local people from, yeah, yeah from <laughs> these countries. True. This is very good. And this is something that can attract people to go to a company when people really see that companies are doing things like that. Because I think uh, the people more and more want to to work for something meaningful. So I do believe that as well. And maybe one last pillar I actually forgot to mention is that companies are struggling to communicate about their efforts. It's true. So actually, we also have photographers and videographers certified in each of the locations we are offering retreats. And they can get that uh, within the package as well to make sure that they are not only doing a retreat, but that they are investing in 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 what could be something that could be a trigger for attracting the next talents and retaining the talents as well because they will be able to share what the companies have been doing through LinkedIn, through Glassdoor. And so that really make the employees feeling they are part of something and part of the company. Wow, I love that. You know, my listeners are most of them facilitators. So I have maybe a tricky question for you. What makes for you a good facilitator? Mm -hmm. That's a very tricky one. <laughs> um, so indeed, I, I think it's... Uh, good blend of soft and hard skills and i mean we can't say 100 that is a good or a bad one right uh, so we have a, a checklist as i was mentioning that that makes us creating these people um, and most of the time we are not like completely stopping anyone to get in and we are most of the time giving a chance okay. mm -hmm. because thanks to that we can actually understand if it's a fit to meet stay because it could not be a fit for someone else but it could be a fit for what we're doing mm -hmm. and and we are actually having different requests so we can also be the one that is actually matching what they are doing well and, and what the company is looking for. So yeah, what makes a good facilitator? 
I guess like good communication, super mm -hmm. important, good preparation, mm -hmm. super important. And then yes, I guess um, collaboration, communication, preparation. I think that's the three words I would, I would say. You told me you have a portfolio with all the facilitators in the several cities. Does it mean I can send you my CV and say, hey, I want to stay in Bali and uh, I am a facilitator and um, just send a request to Minstay? Or? Yes, indeed. You don't need to stay in Bali, though, but if you like to yeah, stay yeah. in Bali. <laughs> I mean, like, we have retreats everywhere, um, mainly in APAC, but uh, now going uh, everywhere. Indeed, uh, I mean, this is something we do. So there is on the on the Minstay website uh, a landing page to actually request to, to be part of the database. Uh, so we are actually getting week by week more and more. Uh, and that's actually something that um, you get into the funnel of certification to mm -hmm. get part of Midstay Facilitator uh, with a, first a checklist and, and then checking in-house in with checking what you're doing, what you've been done before, etc. And then we get an interview. Mm -hmm. uh, and from that, you can be part of the database. It's not like a, a job you're going to get every week because for sure like yes, it's, course, it's, a, it's a non uh, it's a non recurring i mean it could be recurring but depending on the request we're getting uh, but indeed like that's quite easy and, and straightforward to get into the database mm -hmm. and uh, you're most, more than welcome i'd love to have you thank you very much florian it's uh, really it's a pleasure to meet you here to meet someone in person and exactly. not uh, not through riverside for most of my guests so thank you very much thank you for having me And um, I wish you all the best for the launching of your next products. And I will have a look at it. Thank you so much, Nati. It was great to talk with you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. If you are a digital nomad, have a look to the Midstay platform. It gives you the tools to embrace this incredible lifestyle. And if you're a company looking to get your team members together for a retreat, let the Midstay teams be your guide to organizing this event. All the information to connect with Florian or discover the Midstay platform is in the show notes. And an important reminder, there are still coupons available for the Facilitators Connect retreat, which will take place in September in the Netherlands. Grab your coupon in the show notes, which gives you discount from 200 to 400 euro, and go directly to the website facilitatorsconnect.com to get your spot. We look forward to meeting you there. In the next episode, I have the pleasure of welcoming Stefano Mastrogiacomo. Stefano is the designer of the most impactful team collaboration tools I know, including the team alignment map, the non-violent request, and the team contract. These tools are features in one of my favorite books, High Impact Tools for Teams by Strategizer. We'll dive into the challenges of collaboration and how to overcome them. Until then, I wish you good health, success, and of course, happiness. Au revoir.